Here's everything you might have missed in the She-Hulk trailer. Folks, the full She-Hulk trailer is finally here. Officially titled She-Hulk Attorney at Law, the upcoming Marvel series debuted a brand new trailer, poster, and release date on Tuesday. The nine-episode series premieres on Disney Plus on August 17th, and we're going to break down everything that you might have missed in just a moment. I'm so confused. These are confusing times. <laughs> but if you prefer to go into this show knowing nothing at all, leave now before you get angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? She-Hulk stars Tatiana Maslany as Jennifer Walters, an attorney specializing in superhuman law. She's also Bruce Banner's cousin and eventually becomes the eponymous She-Hulk. For those who don't know, She-Hulk was created by Stan Lee and John Buscema. First appearing in 1979, Savage She-Hulk number one, Jennifer Walters wasn't subjected to a massive blast of gamma radiation like her cousin Bruce was. Rather, she was a criminal lawyer that got shot after getting a mobster to testify against his boss. In order to save her life, Bruce gave Jen a transfusion of his gamma irradiated blood, which had the side effect of giving her some of Bruce's Hulk powers. Now, unlike Bruce, when Jen hulks out, she retains most of her intelligence and personality. She's basically herself, but large, green, and with fewer inhibitions. Now, for a deeper dive into the biggest differences between Hulk and She-Hulk, make sure you check out Eric Diaz's article over on Nerdist.com. Now, the poster itself is actually a direct reference to Mike Mayhew's cover art for 2004's She-Hulk number 7. As for the trailer, it begins with voiceover narration by Bruce Banner telling his cousin that being a superhero is a trial by fire, and multiple trials lie ahead for Jennifer Walters both in and out of the courtroom. We see the FBI, or maybe damage control, send in armed guards wielding these blue energy weapons, presumably capable of taking down a Hulk-like threat. Now, these could be the Hulkbusters, a detachment of elite military personnel who specialized in taking down the Hulk. In the comics, they were led by General Thunderbolt Ross. Once again, we see the hallmark of the MCU Disney Plus shows. While the Netflix ones had hallway fights, these have galas in red lights. It happened in Falcon and Winter Soldier, then again in Hawkeye, and now in She-Hulk. And this is most likely that fancy red carpet event that we see Jen attending in her silvery dress later in the trailer. We then see a group of goons wielding crowbars, crossbows, and a hook on a chain. This could be the Wrecking Crew, villains who gained superpowers in the comics when they were all struck by lightning while their leader, the aptly named Wrecker, was holding an enchanted crowbar. Folks, I'd say you can't make this up, but Len Wein and Sal Buscema literally did that back in 1974's Defender 17, so... Sure. The Wrecking Crew also appeared in the 2004 She-Hulk comics, from which this show is drawing quite a bit. It's unclear what their exact role is here, but maybe they're the ones who attack Jen, which leads to her needing a life-saving blood transfusion from her cousin. Now, the intro also features Jen getting into a Moon Knight-worthy car crash, which in turn triggers a fear response that turns her into She-Hulk later in the trailer. Now, the intro also ends with a call to action from Bruce. Who's going to protect the world if not for people like you? And that's the big question Jen needs to wrestle with in this show. While she's content to be an anonymous lawyer, she needs to come to terms with the fact that inside of her are two wolves, and one is a giant green superhero. We get another glimpse of She-Hulk's superhero costume that we first saw in the first look teaser, and that riffs on her most iconic outfit from the comics, and incorporates the white and purple from that costume, but also with some tactical black detailing that keeps it in line with the overall design aesthetic of the MCU. We then see her at home with her best friend Nikki, who might be a reimagined version of Jill Stevens, She-Hulk's OG BFF from the comics. We also see Amelia, another lawyer at the firm, and Josh Sagara, who could be a lawyer, but definitely has a gift basket of some sort. Behind him, you can see a monitor reading GLKH, and this is the law firm that She-Hulk worked at in the comics. GLKH stands for Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway. 
Created by Dan Slott and Audie Granoff, it first appeared in She-Hulk number two, and it's named for Marvel Comics founder Martin Goodman and the two architects of the Marvel Universe, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Stan Lee's real name was Stanley Lieber, and Jack Kirby's real name was Jacob Kurtzberg. Now, with that said, the only partner we ever actually meet in the comics is Holden Holloway, who does appear in this trailer to tell Jen that he wants her to be the face of their new superhuman law division. Now, at one point, Jen visits an intense-looking prison to see a familiar face. Tim Roth is Emil Blonsky, the human form of abomination, the villain from 2008's Ed Norton Hulk movie. Blonsky is back in human form, and this is very different than his monstrous appearance in Shang-Chi, where we saw him fixing underground pit fights with Wong to make a quick profit. That cell that Wong brings him back to in Shang-Chi is the same prison cell that we see here. Now, the press release mentioned that the MCU Sorcerer Supreme will, in fact, appear on this show as well, so maybe we'll learn more about why Wong is rigging Kumite's to make a quick buck. We do know from this trailer that Blonsky can turn back and forth into Abomination, so maybe he has better control over his powers as well. Regardless, it seems like he might be one of Jen's most challenging superhuman clients. As for the prison itself, the base is modeled after a real-life Supermax prison in Florence, Colorado. The large central structure, though, seems straight out of the comics. My best guess is that it's either The Vault, a maximum security prison for supervillains that the Abomination actually ran in the Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction video game, or it could be The Cube, a shield black site used to contain aliens and gamma-irradiated prisoners like, say, Abomination. There's also a small QR code on Blonsky's prison jumpsuit, but I couldn't quite get my phone to scan it. Maybe your luck is better. Likely, it leads to more free comics a la Moon Knight, but only time will tell. And speaking of weird patches, the guards here wear Department of Justice patches on their uniforms, which, I don't know, I expected like S.H.I.E.L.D. or S.W.O.R.D. or any other organization but the DOJ. But I digress. As confirmed by a t-shirt later in the trailer, Jen heads down to Mexico to a beachside compound where Bruce is apparently living these days. Bruce is in his Professor Hulk form and is trying to teach Jen how to control her abilities. Bruce is also wearing a shirt with a design that evokes the Thunderbird, a mythical creature in many Native American cultures. I'm wearing shirts now. Sadly, with that said, I don't think this means we'll see the Marvel character Thunderbird anytime soon, though. He's a mutant. When we last saw Bruce in the Shang-Chi post-credit scene, his arm was in a sling. So maybe spending more time in Hulk form is speeding up his recovery after snapping the Infinity Gauntlet in Avengers Endgame. Speaking of Endgame, though, remember that Gamma Lab that Bruce referenced? Well, it seems like he built it down here in Mexico and he's using that to put Jen through the paces. Wearing a helmet that looks like Cerebro and Weird Science had a baby, Jen's vital signs and brain activity are being monitored by Bruce on different screens. He's trying to trigger a fear or rage response from his cousin, which he does by using a wall full of Stark Industries brand saw blades that start spinning towards her. Yes, 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 no, no. Jen initially resists the idea idea of being She-Hulk, and it looks like she might have been fired at one point based on the box of stuff on her bed in her childhood room. We also see a number of reporters harassing her outside her house, including a news van for KDAJ-TV. Now, my crackpot theory here is that KDAJ is an acronym. K for director Kat Quaro, D for cinematographer Doug Chamberlain, A for director Anuvalia, and J for head writer Jessica Gao. Now, this is probably wrong, but that's the best I can do with little to no evidence. Despite her initial reservations, Jen seemingly embraces the fame that her superhuman alter ego brings. And that's probably going to be a lesson in and of itself. But it's fitting considering how her cousin acted during Endgame. Oh, go! Bruce. Damn. 
During this montage of Jen as She-Hulk at work, at a wedding, a red carpet, and a bar, we see Jen's superhero training with Bruce. He does a full-on superhero landing while she lands on all fours, maybe still getting the hang of those crazy super jumps. She also hulks out and throws someone wearing a glowing high-tech mining helmet. This could be another member of the Wrecking Crew maybe come to try and finish the job they started if they're the ones behind the hit. There's also a scene of Jen fighting presumably Jamila Jamil as Titania inside of a courtroom. We see Titania's costume in all of its glory in a follow-up shot later on. First appearing in 1984's Marvel superhero Secret Wars number 3, Titania was the alter ego of Mary McFerrin. Bullied in her youth, she found herself transported one day to the mysterious battle world by the Beyonder, where she then was given superpowers in exchange for servitude. According to the LA Times, this version of Titania is a glamorous social media influencer, Kardashian-esque with a dark side. And that all sounds like we might wind up seeing Titania and She-Hulk throw down to that red carpet scene from earlier in the trailer. We also get a brief glimpse of Frogman, the delightfully goofy superheroic alter ego of Eugene Patillo. First appearing in 1982's Marvel Team-Up 121, Eugene was the son of the villainous Leapfrog who tried to then turn his father's legacy into something positive. Here he kind of looks like a Super Sentai that might wind up on the wrong side of She-Hulk's punches or the law. In which case, good news because Jen's also a lawyer. When Bruce wakes up Jen with a mighty honk air horn, we see her eyes open and turn green. The same thing also happens when Jen is recovering from the car crash, so maybe this is in reference to how Bill Bixby transformed into the Hulk back on the TV show in the 1970s. I mean, we already got one overt homage to that show in the first look teaser, so why not another for good measure? Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And last but not least, we see Jen as She-Hulk swiping on a dating app. Many of the potential dates here seem to be people that worked on the show. For instance, Grant is Grant Ng, the virtual production TD for Imaginarium Studios. Nick is Nick Hayes, an Atlanta-based DJ who also worked on VFX for this show. And Truck is Truck Torrance, the real name of Artist 100% Soft who makes all the official emojis for Marvel Studios. Now, presumably the others also worked on this show as well, but I couldn't verify. As for the dates themselves, one of them is John Bass, who was listed in the press release, and the guy who's flexing is WWE superstar David Otunga. The trailer itself ends with the internet's dream brought to life, being carried off by the Jade Giantess for Death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah! yeah! And this is also true to the comics, where Jen's frequent late-night visitors were deemed a security risk by the Avengers, so no wonder she doesn't want to join that weird group of adult orphans and billionaires, because... No snooze new for them. We need rest. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That is everything we spotted in the She-Hulk Attorney at Law trailer. We'll have plenty of other deep dives in the weeks ahead, but in the meantime, tell us, what did you think of this trailer? Did you spot anything that we missed? No! No! Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.